Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. That's another bad day on Wall Street. Lots of predictions swirling, lots of uncertainty. Is it all bad news? Is there some good news? Is there anything we should hold on to, look toward, or make happen? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it is being another bad day on Wall Street, and so much is changing in the economic front that we thought we had better pull in our friend Robert Spenlove, Senior Vice President, Economic and Public Policy Officer at Zions Bank, to help us sort it all out on a Monday. Uh, Robert, where are we? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, boy. Uh, We had another uh, down day with the stock market. Dropped uh, the, uh, the the Dow was down about 2%, the NASDAQ down over 4%. So we're definitely seeing a correction in the markets. Yeah, and what is it that's really driving that? Uh, just for our listeners, just kind of break that down. What are the factors that lead to this kind of loss of value uh, on the stock market? A lot of people are looking at their 401k. Uh, what's really impacting that? You know, this really started... Last week when the Federal Reserve met, uh, they met last Wednesday and they announced uh, that they were raising interest rates and then said that they're going to continue raising interest rates for the next year. And so if you, if you kind of think about it, the Fed uh, really boosted the economy a couple years ago because of the pandemic. And now they're trying to pull back on that because in a lot of ways the economy is overheating. And so uh, what what it's doing is it's going to slow down the economy and the stock market is reacting to that. All right. So as you look at that, you have, you have educated us well on uh, push the gas or tap the brakes. We're clearly tapping the brakes. Uh, some people are starting to wring their hands that uh, that might bring the R word, the recession word, into play. Where do you think we are there? Well, we're not there yet. Um, and, you know, we don't see clear signs of it yet. If you look at, at some of our, uh, you know, uh, economic indicators, what we see is that the economy is still in many ways overheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at inflation, if you look, look at our jobs report, the economy is really strong. Um, now, the struggle is the Fed is trying to cool this down. They're trying to cool down the inflation. They're trying to bring down some of this growth. But the, a year ago... Uh, the Fed didn't react quick enough to the inflation, 
and now they're behind the curve. So they're trying to play catch up. And the Fed historically has not been successful in slowing down inflation without causing a recession. Yeah, that's a that's the real challenge. And and I think it's important for us to remember that uh, while the stock market is uh, an important indicator, it is not the economy. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned there are some signs that things are going good. The job numbers have come out. Give us some of the things in terms of that overall economy that we should make sure we're watching in addition to what's happening in terms of inflation and what's happening on the stock market. Yeah, one of the things we look at is uh, uh, the job growth. And on Friday, we got a new jobs report, and it was really good. We had the 12th consecutive month of over 400,000 jobs created in our economy. Uh, really the, the strongest growth we've seen in in uh, uh, decades. Uh, we've nearly recovered all the jobs lost during the, uh, the recession. Uh, nationally, our unemployment is at 3.6%. In Utah, it's at 2%. Um, and wage growth is uh, about 5.5%. So when you look at the jobs report, it looks really good, and our economic fundamentals are still strong. It's just that inflation hanging over us that is uh, making things tough. Yeah, and we've uh, noted that the inflation here in the state of Utah is uh, one of the highest in the country. You just have D.C. and Colorado sort of outpacing that inflation. What does that mean for the state of Utah? What does it mean uh, for Utah's calculation when it comes to everything from budgets to spending here in the Beehive State? Yeah, and, you know, one of the examples of that, uh, kind of two things that I really am watching is gas prices. So uh, in Utah, gas prices are around four fifty a gallon. Um, you know, it's up 50% over the last year. And that's really taking disposable income or disposable spending out of people's pockets. It really can be a, a pull on people's personal economies. And then the other thing we're seeing is the housing market. We're in Utah, the average house price is up 30% in the last year. The average home price in Utah is now $550,000. And But then you couple that with increasing mortgage rates where they're, uh, you know, last week they topped five and a quarter percent. Uh, this week they should, they're, they'll probably be hit five and a half percent. The, the impact of that increasing home price and those raising, uh, rising mortgage rates means that the average mortgage bill in Utah is now, or for that average home is $600 a month higher than a year ago. So that really is kind of taking money out of people's pockets. Yeah, and I love your focus on the personal economy. We we often talk about the international economy and the national economy. The the personal economy is the one I think Americans are struggling the most with. And it seems to be the one where there is the greatest disconnect, uh, particularly from Washington, D.C., and the kitchen table uh, all across the country. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that that's one of the, the struggles is, you know, so often – uh, you have the, the Fed or you have uh, uh, Wall Street or Washington focused on these big indicators. But, you know, when you look at consumer confidence, that's where I really started to see that impact was consumers, even though GDP is strong and job growth is strong and everything looks good, consumer confidence has been dropping. People just don't feel the benefits of the economy. And you can't ignore that. And, you know, that, I think that's been one of the, the struggles over the past six months, especially in Washington, is they haven't been listening to people and paying attention to that confidence. Yeah. And then finally, Robert, what should we be, what should we all be focusing on in those individual economies? What should we be watching for uh, in the weeks ahead? 
You know, uh, so we're going to get a new reading of inflation on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we, we've been watching this really closely. Uh, we haven't seen peak inflation yet. And so we'll be watching closely on Wednesday to see if it peaks. The forecast is that hopefully it will peak at this uh, 8.5% nationally, 10.5% in Utah. And then the next question will be, uh, how quickly does it start to come down and how far does it come down? Because this level of inflation is, you know, unsustainable. Um, and then kind of at the personal level, you know, in times of uncertainty, it is really important to kind of be making a plan, making a budget and making sure you're living within your means. Uh, great stuff as always. Robert Spenlove, he's a senior vice president and economic and public policy officer at Zions Bank, also a member of the Utah legislature. Uh, Robert, thanks so much for joining us on a Monday, helping us make the news make sense uh, when it comes to all things dollars and cents in the economy. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Boyd. All right, so some great uh, perspective there, I think, from Robert Spenlove uh, in terms of where we are. And I think one of the most important things he said that caught my ear uh, was just that the Fed acted way too slowly. And so now, even though they're making these increases in the interest rate, uh, it's just too late uh, to really have an impact and to actually tap those brakes and slow things down. Uh, I also thought it was just stunning to hear Robert say, look, with the, the price of the median house... Uh, the cost of that house combined with an increase uh, in the interest rate for home mortgages, uh, that's adding significant uh, amount and pricing a lot of people out of the market. Uh, that's worrisome as well. And then I think, of course, this disconnect between Washington, D.C. and what is happening at kitchen tables around the country. Uh, we've got to start looking at this just a little bit different if we're ever going to get a different outcome that's going to be good for the economy and good for your pocketbook. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.